The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. gentlemen welcome to the panel discussion your pal schmitty back again sorry for missing you last week uh i'm here with my good friend johnny thompson the now that not wait 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 i gotta put a little bit more uh emphasis on this the panel discussion most valuable podcaster the mvp folks johnny thompson <laughs> how you doing to th- this whole week how I mean, it's been two weeks how you been well this is this is the thing i think longtime listeners of this show We'll assume that you and Matt have split up. Yeah, we have joint custody. It's every and, other week right now. Yeah, at this point. You're sharing custody with me and you got and you're trading off episodes. <laughs> so so Matt won't be joining us. And I is I now I heard uh um now I gotta get the names right because yeah. uh you know that's a big thing. Uh, names are important. Stooley Steve slash um poopy Pete, like uh he's going through some identity crisis, I've heard. Uh uh, could you fill us in on what's been going on there, Johnny? Well, I can't, but I do know someone who can. Oh, that, of you course. do? Okay, that's good. Anybody who could fill us in on a little bit of knowledge, background information here, folks. Yeah, and of course, that's uh, the old prospector. Oh, that's right. Yep, I can do it. Here we go. Let me hit this button right here. Previously on Battle of Discussion. Oh, man, there's this man from El Camino. He's driving one, and he's not wearing pants. Oh, you going to tell me I'm a clone? Oh, my gosh. And uh, what's this? Stooley Steve? It's not Stooley Steve. He's Poopy Pete. Oh, my lanta. And that's that's basically what happened. <laughs> what is this bullshit? This is a goddamn travesty, you see. And Ben wasn't there. Oh, I'll tell you what's going on. This is a goddamn it's a clone, you see, of my baby brother, Ivan Kirshner's greatest accomplishment. The Empire Strikes Back, you see. Many people will compare that masterpiece to that piece of shit attack of the clones. And that's what you are doing right now. There's an attack of clones, you say, everywhere. And they're what? They're going to strike back at some kind of Roman Empire? Is that what you say? Yes, but it's going to take roughly two hours for the clones to even start their attack. <laughs> Mm, that's a yes wow it's just, but it's okay it's okay because yeah, bear, in two bear, hours just, yeah just we're, chill. just calm down we're going to in that two hours we're going to have a fantastic love story between two star-crossed lovers no! one of whom probably no! groomed the other when they were a small child <laughs> this is no this is, no they go on the run you see and yes there was a brother on sister kiss in Ivan Kirshner's. There most certainly was. No, that wasn't. He didn't know. And that's George. why my porn searches are out. You see, George didn't even know. This is bullshit. You see. Yes. Yeah. To be honest with you, Baron, like, um, I got I got to retract a couple of statements that I've made about that uh, Obi-Wan show about the lack oh. of continuity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because let's be honest. Um, Luke and Leia, who are brother and sister, had a very passionate kiss. 
And it I often, I, I think I block that from my mind quite often. I think about it every day. And, and, <laughs> and I got to say, like, uh, I, I went to go see Jurassic World uh, Dominion over the weekend. Oh, did the t- two dinosaur sisters kiss? They did not kiss. But that movie was not great, but it was not terrible. And yeah. I left the theater with a smile on my face. And now I, I ponder why the fuck. And we've talked about this. This was two odd weeks ago. Why can't I do that with Star Wars? Why yeah. do I have to hold Star Wars on a goddamn pedestal and put it like it should be better? When yeah. in the in my favorite film as an adult, The Empire Strikes Back, a brother and sister kiss passionately. Oh, yeah. And then in the next very next film in which was my favorite as a child that we're, we're told that, yeah, they're brother and sister. Yeah. And then we're supposed to just forget that they kiss. <laughs> I didn't, imagine, even, I didn't even wink an eye when I was a child. I'm like, well, they didn't know. I'm just imagine it. how I felt when the first Star Wars movie I ever saw was Return of the Jedi. And then I went back and watched. <laughs> yeah, that had me all kinds of fucked up and confusing. Yeah. Oh, that was weird. Boy. Yeah. yeah. So, Very so I, I, I need to take a couple steps back and reevaluate my life. And I, I think I need to take Star Wars off that upper pechelon, that upper... Um, yeah. <laughs> and just bring it down because I, I will tell you I this. love I love Star Wars too and I have a tendency to also put it up on this high pedestal but it's if I really great. but it's when I really think about it when I it's really kinda, think about it it's kind of stupid it's, it's let me stupid. down yeah it's, it's let me dumb. down multiple times throughout its history it's, right it's, it's honestly let me down more than it's brought me up so I think <laughs> I need to bring it down I still enjoy speaking it speaking of get which me wrong speaking yeah. of which this is an early preview for the Star Wars podcast I do with Matt, but we had to watch, uh, we haven't recorded it yet, but I already did this part of the assignment. We had to watch uh, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. That's the worst one. That's the worst and one. And in my opinion, and this may be a hot take to some people, it's by far, and it's not even close, and I'm including the newer Star Wars movies in this, it is by far the worst of all of them. I uh, 100% agree with you. It is god-awful, and I was hoping that I was wrong because I hadn't seen it in a while, but no, my early instincts were correct. It is truly an awful piece of film uh, that I do not... I, the I'm trying to... The only positives that I had in the notes that I took were two different things. Uh, the rest of it was just filled with negatives. <laughs> I, I like honestly like um it is it i remember like after episode one came out everybody hated it and i i was at the same way because i was 14 at the time yeah and then episode two came out and i was 16 at the time and we're like oh it's jangle fett this is awesome this is the best thing ever yoda has a lightsaber this is the best thing ever and like everybody universally loved it in 2002 but no it was a piece of shit it was fucking garbage it was awful it was so terrible Star yeah, Wars do. does this thing, and it's in every Star Wars movie, it feels like, where they come up with some very interesting villains, right? These villains seem cool. Uh, you know, Darth Maul would be a great example in the first one. And then I think Count Dooku is actually fairly interesting. And he then was great in, he was great until he did a tuple, lin- he did a, a quadruple Lindy over front flip or off the balcony and landed in Revenge of the Sith. And as soon as he did that, I'm like, what the fuck? Like he was yeah. such a badass villain, he would walk down those stairs. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So slowly and be like, he, "Yeah, I'm the, a badass. I got a fucking." In, in Attack of the man. Clones, in Attack of the Clones, he literally defeats two Jedi, two top yeah. Jedi, Obi Wan and Anakin. 
before quite, Yoda has to step effortlessly. in. Quite effortlessly. Quite yeah. effortlessly. It was great. I loved Count Dooku. Yeah, I think that was a, that was one of my positives. One yeah. of my positives. He's was the Count only Dooku. positive in that whole movie. Him and maybe Zam Wessel. I like Zam Wessel, the the bounty hunter that they killed, <laughs> yes. the changeling. She yeah. was cool. I liked her too. And Dexter Jester. Let's not let's not throw any shade on old Cantina fifties diner owner Jet Dexter Jester. Yeah, it's some great CG work in that whole film. You know, uh, I like so- how his ass crack was showing the first Star Wars ass <laughs> yeah. crack. Yeah, so good. I'm all about it. I'm yeah, all about it's all, that. It's crack. all good. It's all good. Yeah, um, <laughs> crack, crack kills until until it's Dexter gestures, then it lifts you up, folks. That's right. That's right. Uh, long live the crack is what I've always said. <laughs> that uh, that applies to every situation in life. <laughs> long live the crack. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I had to watch that uh, piece of garbage movie, and it just—it's uh, pretty bad. Yeah. It's really, really bad. Like it's even you know episode is it eight is the one that everybody hates. Uh, um, even- yeah, yeah, that one is like if if you put it on its own, it's not terrible. The only thing I really hated about eight, well, I mean, there's a couple things, but the biggest thing was obviously the the way they treated Luke. But yeah. like, if, if yes. you put it on its own and you don't know who Luke is, it holds up. Um, except for like when they freed the animals, but then left the kids to just be slaves. <laughs> that was that was kind of fucked up. Um, but okay, other than those two things, yeah, just those two things. It's yeah. not bad. It's not a bad film. That, um, I think that movie is just one good editor away from being a good movie. Honestly, yeah, well, I Star Wars it. was one good editor away from <laughs> yes. being a terrible movie or one <laughs> uh, minus one good editor to being yeah. a terrible movie. <laughs> it needs editing is what I'm saying. Episode eight, but it is by far so it's superior funny up, to episode two. <laughs> it's funny you bring up editing. So I, as I mentioned, I just saw the, the recent Jurassic World film. Yeah. And it is two hours and 26 minutes. I went with my kids. It was like the first movie we saw in a theater that wasn't animated. And they did great. They sat through the whole thing, uh, which is a big task for a five, seven and nine year old. Yes. And um, like an hour into this movie, I'm like, I don't think I fucking like this. (laughs) And I'm like, I literally was having Jeff Goldblum in the back of my head just going, yeah, um, you plan on having uh, dinosaurs in your um, dinosaur movie, right? Because there were none. There were no, like, there were, like, little snippets, but they weren't doing anything. They were, like, people. Yeah. They were just like, hey, I'm here. I'm a dinosaur. And it was like, what the fuck? That's a great dinosaur impression. Yeah, it way. was. It was pretty good. <laughs> hey, I'm here. I'm a dinosaur. How are you doing? I got two. Ah, here I go. Hey, look but, at my clothes. Like, the first hour, it sucked. And then after I'm a bird. That, yeah. <laughs> I'm a turkey. Yeah. Say, eat me at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, no, they're gangsters. Yeah, of course they are. Really All the, everybody knows dinosaurs are bird 30s gangsters. Exactly. <laughs> Yes, or 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 uh, men of the cloth, yeah, like Veloci- like Velocipasters. Yeah, Velocipaster, one of the greatest films of all time. <laughs> oh, it's pretty fucking great. It is. I do love it. <laughs> but um, so I'm watching this, and I'm like, I-, I felt at times, Johnny, that I was watching more of a James Bond or a Fast and the Furious movie, like legit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like they're like they're on more than like racing. This is stupid. What is going on? All the dinosaurs are family. Yeah, they're, they're close knit. They're close knit family. Uh, but once they got to the area, it wasn't an island, but the area where like all the dinosaurs are, it was cool. It was good. I liked yeah. it. I, I will say I left the theater. Um, I want to be where the dinosaurs are. <laughs> I want to see, want to know what their teeth are. <laughs> so I will say um, positive note. I, I left the movie feeling good feeling That's happy good. Yeah. i i did enjoy it as a whole um oh that brings me to a question though because i'm very curious about this would you yes. rather 
uh, if a film's not good all the way through, let's say, would you prefer the film to be good at the beginning and have a terrible ending or the other way around? Um, like, I'll, I'll put it this way. Okay. Um, I guess it matters the mood. I mean, because I guess I would rather have the better ending if I'm in the theater. Yeah. If I'm at I, home, I'm going to turn the shit off. Like right. if, I, if I didn't pay after uh, ticket expenses, uh, processing fees, and uh, pay for pretzel bites, popcorn, ices, lemonade, and root beer, and candy, and I didn't pay over $110 to go see this film, I would have left after the yeah. first hour. But <laughs> I, since I I'm paid torn. all that, I'm going to watch. But, um, like, I, I will say, like, if you took the beginning of Fallen Kingdom, I don't know if you saw that film. If you took the like, I love the beginning yes, of Fallen yeah. Kingdom, but then I hated the last half. This movie, yeah. I hated the beginning, and I love that last half. So, <laughs> and, you know, tales tale of two movies. I yeah. mean, it was so bad in this last movie to the point where they like they had a primary villain, mm-hmm. and then at the halfway point, they're like, "Okay, they're gone. Here's the new villain." Wait, oh, what? they pulled a Iron Man three. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> no, no, because I mean. He stayed. He was there at least the whole time. Like oh, the second villain just was like popped up. He's like, "Hey, hey, how's it going?" Uh, now I'm the villain. I was actually pulling the strings. You see, I was making those phone calls that they were oh. all on. <laughs> I'm, I'm a like, dinosaur oh, and a bird. Ah, yeah, see? Exactly. <laughs> I'm both. Yeah, yeah see? Yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a Tommy gun now. See? <laughs> it's hard to hold. It's hard to hold with my tiny claws. See? You've been, you've been, you've been smooching with everybody, Al, Leo, little Mo with the gimpy leg. Yeah, Johnny. See? <laughs> You're going yeah. forever, baby. <laughs> I'm going to give it to the count of ten <laughs> to get you no good. There's uh, your but, Home Alone reference, folks. There's your Home Alone reference. But I, I am torn because I've obviously seen the movies with both of those, and they've both stayed in my head, yeah, uh, rent free, like X Men Three, uh, yep. mm-hmm. horrible beginning, stayed in my head, rent free. I will never forget it. And then uh, Iron Man Three. Uh, where I really, really enjoyed the setup and how good it was going. I really even enjoyed the villain and how they were doing with him. And then he wasn't even a villain. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Trevor, and I really hated it. Now, Trevor. thankfully, Shang-Chi kind of brought him back. I and agree, I ended yep, up yep, I ended up really yep. liking the character. But Iron Man 3, the ending was just, oh, man. Like, why would you build this character up so I've, well? <laughs> I've realized that Shane Black doesn't know how to make movies anymore. Yeah. After Predator, he's like, I'm out. I'll give you a yeah. little taste with Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, and then I'm done. Toodles. Yeah, that's all you gotta um, do. But uh I I will say um I, I would definitely recommend going to see Jurassic Park Dominion. Now I am uh I'm a little skeptical. I'm 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 a Jurassic Park fan. Jurassic Park Jurassic yeah, World. I am too. Yeah. They're like they're like my Fast and the Furious. I know they're not good. Like the first one's great, it's a masterpiece. After that, they've been like hit or miss. And but I still yeah. love them all. Um the dinosaur CGI is awesome. Um, the characters are great. Like the human characters are great, but that's the other, other, uh, nitpick I had, like looking back on it, there were only two human characters that I knew by name that mm-hmm. died by dinosaur. Gotcha. Yeah. That's it. Like, and they did the thing that I don't like where it's like, oh yeah, the dinosaurs just eat the bad guys. It's like, not like, that's like, I like the fact that the dinosaurs are dinosaurs are acting like animals. They, they would just eat anybody because they're yeah. in their way and their food um so those are my two nitpicks a little spoilery sorry if i did do that to anybody but um regardless i would go see it um it's doing great i guess it's about to they're they're they haven't released yet in china or japan 
and they're about to once COVID things kind of simmer down. Um, but they're already simmer over- down now. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I guess they're already over like 700 million. So they're expecting with those two markets, once they open up, that they'll <laughs> pass the, the billion dollar mark, which, oh, yeah. Um, I also did hear that they plan on keep going forward with this, which is interesting to me big time. So I'm game. Yeah. Yeah. I love dinosaurs. So sign me up all for it. The, uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this without butchering it, but the Thesinerosaurus, I think mm-hmm. I got it. I think I did it. Thesinerosaurus. Yeah. That dinosaur is fucking awesome. It's a herbivore and, with huge fucking claws. These and their asaurus. Like, yeah, these and their asaurus. <laughs> yeah, these and their asaurus. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he goes to flea markets. <laughs> these and their asaurus. Yeah, uh, it's like a these and their bathroom. Exactly. So, uh, these and their asaurus. Uh, so we did our Jurassic Park tirade. Now, how yep. about Obi-Wan? We haven't talked about Obi-Wan yet. Um, That's right. If last finished, episode hit last Wednesday. That's right. The finale. Yep. Very curious um, what you think. You've been uh, all right. Let's be fair. You've been very at the at the, at the most sh- positive. You've been lukewarm. Yes. Okay. I <laughs> might have shown my hand with my rant earlier about maybe bringing Star Wars down a couple pedestals. Yeah. Um. I still do not like the Reva character. I do not like her motivations. I don't understand. Uh, all right. Obviously, big spoilers here if you haven't seen it. But uh, the <laughs> like, yeah. She how was do the, you uh, feel? How do you feel about lightsabers in general? Because apparently you can stab as many people as you want and you're not killing them. <laughs> I would have loved if when Qui-Gon showed up at the end, he goes, the fuck? How'd you guys like just me? Yeah. I'm the only guy. He's like the COVID patient. I'm the only guy who got it and died. That's it. That, that's they what jobbed him out. They yeah, jobbed yeah. Him out. I get stabbed in the fucking belly. What, what's wrong with my stomach? Huh? Yeah. And then Obi just whines, just goes, well, you drank a lot, sir. You had liver cancer and you had intestinal disease. So it was the only time like, like, yeah, but yeah, like the, the other, well, I mean, you could have done that with even Clone Wars. The yeah. fucking devil man got chopped in half, but he comes back. Yep. What the fuck did sure you guys does. just, you guys call it eat? Like, like, was I still breathing when you fucking burned me? <laughs> Um, I just I just love that it's now Star Wars canon that you can get stabbed by the same weapon that goes through metal and you're just fine. But that's a, like how many why 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 okay can 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 I just ask this you stab a guy in the fucking belly. Yeah. Right? Or a woman in the belly. Yeah. We're not sexist here. You can okay. stab either okay. one. Okay, you cuz it happened to the Grand Inquisitor and Reva. You right. stab them in the belly. Um go to the right instead of turning the fucking thing off just just well, <laughs> swipe right just swipe now, right and then they're if, dead you fucking disembowel them because you're swiping right and you fucking just open up their side cavity and they're in fairness still out. in fairness they did cut darth maul in half and he's just fine <laughs> Is it because the cauterization? Is that what we're going to go with? It the might be. Is it the we cauterization? Gotta, yeah. We got to use some kind of excuse. Okay, right? that, that's what I'm yeah. going to go with. The cauterization. It, it just because it cauterizes <laughs> as soon as you stab. So that's why you don't bleed out. That's what happens unless you're Liam Neeson. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that happened. So what? Okay, but what do you think overall about the about the last episode? I enjoyed the last episode more than I thought I would. Uh, the Reva thing bothered me. But I think it was um, I know I know it was uh, member berries with uh, the Obi-Wan talking to Leia. That was yeah. that was I mean, Leia's my favorite. Leia 
and Lando Calrissian are my two favorite characters. I mean, I named my oldest daughter Leia. I love Leia. I think she's an amazing role model for women. Um, I've always loved Leia. She's just a badass. And and, yeah. and, and Carrie Fisher's a badass. Like I've read oh, her yeah. books. She's just she's just like she's got faults and she she owns them. She's yeah. just a fucking she was an amazing woman. They don't make them like that no more. Um, but uh that that speech that he gave her, even though it was lame, like, hey, don't you can't you gotta keep this a secret. I mean, what else were you gonna do? Wipe her memory? That's the only thing you can do. Like it's a little kid, kids get secrets. So that wasn't terrible to me. Um, I could accept that. Cause there's a little like I, like I've done that with my kids where it's like, hey, we had ice cream for dinner tonight. Don't fucking tell your mom or else it's <laughs> never going to happen again. That's yeah. our secret. OK, don't ever mention it. Yeah. But, you know, they're like, yeah, we had fucking ice cream for dinner. It was yeah, great. It's gonna be the first thing they yeah, say exactly. when they see mom. But, but yeah. it's like, no, don't tell her else. It's not going to happen. You understand? <laughs> you want ice cream again for dinner in like another month? Don't tell her. So I that I could accept. And then um, I really liked um, when the the uh, Obi-Wan and Owen interaction. Yes. Yeah. That was really nice where he goes, I, Hey, do you want to meet him? <clears throat> and he had the T 16 Skyhopper toy in his hand. Yeah. And I uh, wish we, they teased that in the first episode, which was, we knew that were, where that was going to go, but I liked it. It almost, it was not obviously the, as big of a payoff, but I get goosebumps every time. And Avengers um, end game where cap says Avengers and then yeah. assemble. They like if that was DC and I don't mean to shit on DC because I love their comics, but their movies are garbage, but they would have done that in the first fucking movie. Oh, yeah. They would not have earned it. Yeah, no, exactly. So I liked how he did like they they skirted around the hello there. Yeah. The whole series. So when we and we don't even see Luke turn around, but we like and that's the beauty of it. Leave it up because that moment can't be you can't show that on film. And capture people's imaginations as much as they'll make it up in their own mind. Right. You know what I mean? You just say you you have him walk over with the Skyhopper. He says hello there. And you know that they, they met. And it was like, hey, that's the crazy old hermit who gave me this T-16 Skyhopper. He's kind of weird, but he was nice. I don't know what's going on with him. But yeah. like, and I mean, I've even had that happen <clears throat> when I was a kid. There was a, a guy who lived across the from me named Santa Joe. And he came over with a sack full of stuffed animals. And my mom was like, if there's a stranger who comes over and offers you toys, you say no. So he came over. He literally looked like Santa. And he's like, you guys want a stuffed animal? And I was like in my front yard. I'm like, ah, <laughs> like fucking Proper Kevin McAllister. Yeah. I pointed at him. I ran away. And I'm like, I remember looking through the window in my dining room and my sister's there getting stuffed animals. I go, the fuck? And then my mom walks up and they're talking. I'm like, goddamn bitch lied to me. She said not to talk to me. <laughs> Why from then I- on out, you accepted everything exactly. from every stranger. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I even walked into an El Camino once. And I don't know what happened. It yeah. was, my mind was blank. He offered me a beverage. I took a sip and I don't remember anything. Were you, but, are, you, are you a clone? Uh, I might. I don't know. Wait, wait. What was that? Sixth day? I'm going to flip up my eyelid, Johnny. Do I have the lines in my oh, eyelid? Oh, God. Son of a bitch. Do what I play reveal. in the XFL? What a reveal. Um, he hate me. Um, but that's the only name I remember from XFL. That, that, that's the only name anybody remembers. That maybe, uh, maybe Tommy Maddox, if you were a fan. Oh man, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the episode as well. Uh, there are a lot of parts that I really liked. Obviously, the the Obi Wan and Vader stuff I thought was fantastic. 
Oh, that so, fight scene was. I mean, way, we, head and shoulders better than any of the other stuff in this whole show. Did you did you watch Rebels? Uh, I've seen a couple of them. I want to go through and actually watch them in order. I've not seen them in order or anything like that, though. Okay. I mean, because um, there is a scene in episode in the, the season finale of season two where there's a lightsaber duel between Vader and Ahsoka. And the same kind of thing happens where like Vader's mask is hit with a lightsaber and you see. I Anakin. saw I saw yeah. people comparing that. Yeah. I mean, I it's, it's, it's like it's I mean, it's it's the same thing, yeah. but it was really cool to hear like the James Earl Jones and mixed with the Hayden Christensen. Yeah. And that's another plot hole. They kind of tied up where he's like, you didn't kill Anakin. I did. So right. when Obi-Wan says that in A New Hope, it he's not. I mean, the retro. Uh, I mean, he's not lying because literally the exactly. guy, the, the guy, guy told that. him that he did. <laughs> but like that's that's why I felt like the Clone Wars was a great show because it kind of like it filled in the holes. Yeah, that the prequel trilogy left, and actually, in my mind, it made the prequel trilogy better. Right. After yeah. Watching it, and that episode made A New Hope and Empire better. Yeah. Because it's technically not really lying. He's, I mean, he even said it's like, well, from a certain point of view, fuck you from a certain point of view. From a certain point of view, I'm seven foot tall, but you That's, need to be yeah. three foot tall. That's not the truth, <laughs> but it's from a certain point of view. Yeah. I um, also, also really enjoyed Owen and Baru. Like, they're, yeah. I, I want more of them. Like, I really like them. That, that part where, um, you know, Owen is trying to defend Luke and, and goes like he is one of us or something like that uh, like that line choked me up a little bit i really like that uh but um yeah i've now now i was telling i was telling people that if this entire series was as strong as this last episode uh it would have been the one of the top series that disney plus has put out uh, yes. but uh but you know i mean you even talked about Overall, I've been way more positive than you, but there definitely been some weak points in this show for sure that I don't think anybody can ignore. But this yeah. last episode was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. And um, I have two questions for you. Okay. Yes. The first uh, one is a little bit more full series. Um, yeah. I, I saw where someone said that each episode, one through six, was and borrowed a lot of plot points from the Skywalker saga, episodes one through six. And okay. after that was brought to my attention, like MJF yelling in promos, I couldn't get it out of my head. Um, <laughs> so you think about, okay, episode, the first episode, episode one. Yeah. Um, a princess gets kidnapped slash uh -huh. held hostage. Right. Okay. Amidala. Leia. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can see those, the, those comparisons. And then you are on Tatooine. You see kind of Luke living uh, farm life, Anakin living his farm life. So not like the whole thing, but there's like definitely some comparisons. Episode two, Coruscant or a Coruscant like place, like a underbelly, a seedy underbelly with nightclubs and shifty yeah. scoundrels. Okay. Um, and then it, the water planet, you know, we were introduced to the Inquisitor's base on the water, Camino on the water. Um, episode three, again, uh, it's Tatooine, but there's the fight scene between Vader and Anakin, or uh, sorry, Anakin and Obi-Wan fire up both sides, one with lava, one with actual flames. Yeah, somebody um, did have high ground. Yeah, somebody did have the high ground. The fourth episode, that's when Obi-Wan 
breaks into an Imperial base, mm-hmm. Inquisitor base, Death Star, to save Princess Leia as she's being interrogated yep. by a Sith Inquisitor. A la, now, and it's Flash almost like you're trying to tell me that there's no original ideas. <laughs> it's almost like, no, I wouldn't say original ideas. To quote George Lucas, it's like uh, it's like poetry. They rhyme. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take that. He I'll said that. 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 That's a direct yeah. George Lucas quote. The only um, thing I can think of any new Star Wars thing I see is another sand planet. <laughs> so so now now let me continue. Episode five. Yeah. Um, the rebels are pinned down in a snow base or a sand base. And the Empire is there and they They're land sand basing off their mind <laughs> and they land and they infiltrate the snow slash sand base. Yep. OK. Um, and then the rebels escape that base right and then there's an altercation between vader and luke and vader and reva both of which vader doesn't dispatch of the person right okay uh and then the last episode was uh you know you get the confrontation between sith and jedi and then you also kind of get the redemption of a Sith, Reva Vader. Um, so I could see it's not like definite, but there's definitely it's like they kind of followed the blueprint. Yeah, there's a mirror there. Sort yeah, of definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, now, the other thing that I must ask you is do you think Luke is a sociopath that he didn't even give a fuck that Uncle Owen and Peru were burned to death? No, he did. He did for like a second because I there's yeah, that scene yeah, a second, where he's like a fucking where he goes second home like that. He was really and he but, runs but, to but check but on he's them. More worried about the fucking home, not the not Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru. No, I think he's pretty broken up that he sees their scarred skeletons just <laughs> just smoking there. I have to watch A New Hope again with this context because yeah. if he just goes, oh, they've gone home, and then he shows up and he sees them and he just looks at their charged bodies and he looks away and he goes, well, now I'll have to go with this old hermit. (laughs) (laughs) Like that, that, that as much as this kind of resolved some plot holes of a new hope, I feel like it also opened that one up where like Luke probably should have cared a little bit more that his uncle and aunt slash mom and dad who raised him. Yeah. Are dead. And they were, they had suffered a horrific death. Oh yeah, it wasn't just an easy one. They were no. burned so badly that literally only these their skeletons remained. <laughs> Those stormtroopers know how to finish a job, unlike they sure do. Sith Inquisitors and Sith Grand Inquisitors. I'll tell you this much: uh, we're in luck here, Will, because I have, uh, with my vast connections, uh, secured us a very special guest interview. Oh yes, please. Oh yes. Yes, and I I'm suppose, excited. I suppose this is a good time to bring him in. Of course, I'm uh I don't really know anything about him. He kind of reached out to me via email, which was weird because you you know most of your emails are spam nowadays, but uh here we are. But uh, he claims he's a stormtrooper, so let's what? bring wow. him in. Wow. From what for what army? Uh, yes, I'm a uh, I'm a stormtrooper. Oh, um, so- Job security. There's so much sand in Star Wars. Is it coarse? It could sand? be. It is. Okay. is it it's everywhere? very coarse. Oh, in every nook and cranny. 
I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I've heard it gets everywhere. My uncle was the guy who bumped his head <laughs> when he was welcome inside Darth Vader. <laughs> Your uncle's a twit, you see? <laughs> no, he's famous. What? He's famous. Does he have a part. YouTube channel where he makes millions? With millions of followers. Does he just bump his head into random eyes? Oh, everything. He was oh, a son of a... What am I doing wrong in this world, folks? What am I... Baron he Steve had a great Baron. career. He went on to uh, be on the WCW Nitro, and he tripped and hit his head. And wait, dropped his, wait, are you, wait, wait, his wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me that your uncle... That stormtrooper was the same exact stormtrooper, the Shockmaster. Are you saying your uncle's the Shockmaster? He's the Shockmaster indeed. He's the master of shocks, Baron. Guess what? The shocks have gone on my vehicle. Can your uncle come and fix them if he's the master of the shocks? He, no, he can come and trip over them, though. Yeah, well, that's not bad. Can I? Can I chuckle and belly laugh at his misfortune? You most certainly can. Uh, Speaking of Billy, uh, you know, I just wanted to clear this up. Uh, my name is Jeff, Jeff, and I'm very upset over how people uh, in the media uh, seem to perceive us stormtroopers. Um, they uh, laugh they, at our. Do they our, teach you guys like um, uh, accuracy at all? This is where I was going. I'm glad you said that. Uh, Come on, uh, Jeff. Is your last name Ottman? Jeff Ottman? No, it's oh, so was I, that your mother's name, Ottman? No, uh, don't talk about my mother. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I was uh, maybe it was your father. Was your father, um, uh, brothers with uh, Mr. Ottman? My father was Django Fett. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, so you're a clone, you're a clone then. I, I'm the son of a clone. Oh boy, <laughs> my father was Django Fett's clone. Uh, he found this out from a man in an El Camino. Now, now, um, but what I'm trying to say is, uh, we're during our training process, uh, we're given this giant side of a barn and we're told if we hit it just once, uh, we're fired. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Now, can I ask you this? If you go to the recruitment desk and, um, you don't have a family, do they just call you solo or is that how that works? (laughs) Is that uh, they give you that surname or that? Uh... Well, I am married and have a wife and a couple of children. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and another fun fact that people don't realize is uh, if you work for the Empire, you got a wonderful four hundred one k. I would imagine. I mean, and the insurance is pretty great. We get dental. I mean, there's got to be a reason for that un unmitigated loyalty. Well, yeah. I've, do you know how many friends I've lost on those Death Stars? I mean, were they really friends? Were they just co-workers? Yes, a couple of them were. Oh, okay. A couple of them were. How many of them were solo? Oh, for the, the Not solo, there's just a bunch of pieces now. Oh, okay. A bunch okay, of okay. pieces. And we think about them every day. We got a giant plaque we put up in the... <laughs> we put up in the break room. Are you so laughing? We... Are you laughing at Fred Ottman's misfortune? Hmm? No. Yes? What's He's my uncle. Yes, yes. With his jean shorts. His jaws, you see, cut off. You know who else needs to suffer an awful, awful wrath? 
is the British Bulldog, you see. And Psycho said they laughed at him. They laughed at your poor uncle when he fell through that doorway. And Ric Flair said, oh, God. Yes, yes, he did. He needs to be smited, smited and smoted, you see. Yes, I will do I think I think God did that. That would work. Yeah, I mean, he's had a pretty rough life there. Yeah, uh, but uh, I just wanted to get on here and say uh, I'm representing all of us stormtroopers. We've now started a union and uh, oh, everything. Like that's right. We got we saw Starbucks was doing it and, and we decided, hey, if Starbucks can do it, why not Star Wars? Makes and, sense to me. Makes sense yeah, to me. I mean, it's a very tough job. Life expectancy is not the best. I mean, you all guys, it seems like even the clones make it to full maturity. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. Sure. Have they phased out those clones, by the way? Slowly. 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 Okay. What about uh, Stooley Steve and um, uh, Poopy Pete? I heard they're, uh, they've gone to the local uh, chapter to enlist. How have you heard of this? Oh, uh, just uh, through the grapevine. I was wondering oh, if you're you not would supposed to know this. Oh no, no, I know. I heard it from uh, this uh, local singer. You see, um, uh, he, uh, yeah, he just said he heard it through the grapevine. He was wondering if you'd be mine. Oh no! Well, oh, no, I, gotta, uh, I forget. I said talk to my supervisor. Uh, no, no, we'll talk. No, no, don't talk to your supervisor. You know? I gotta talk to my supervisor. God damn it, Schmitty! You fucked it all up. You fucked it all up, Schmitty! Just shut your goddamn mouth. Just shut your mouth. Just. just but anyway, if you go to the man of the El Camino, he'll just tell you that you're a clone. Uh, if you look him in the eye. <laughs> don't do not do that. Don't uh, look him in the eye. You'll still owe him 100 bucks. That's all I got to say. Uh, but uh, Jeff, over and out. Well, there was, there was yeah, Jeff. Jeff, uh, Jeff, thanks for uh, popping in there. That was nice. I've sure never talked to a stormtrooper before. That was kind of That's cool. pretty interesting. Um, Sounds like yeah. he's really uh, drawn a uh, short straw there. I don't know. Fire. He's got a pretty famous family from the sounds of it. Well, I know? mean, the Shockmaster. He's he. Yeah. Masters. And who knew the Shockmaster was also the same stormtrooper who hit his head at the it beginning of Star Wars: sense. A New Hope? I yeah. mean, I could see it. He hit his head, then he really let himself go. Uh, yeah. The only thing he kept was that very helmet, and he's like, "I can't look at it anymore," so he covered it in glitter. What? what <laughs> covered if, it in glitter. What if Star Wars yeah. had decided that that was going to be from then on out? That was going to be how stormtroopers were dressed. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. That is now my head cannon. My head cannon is that that stormtrooper who knocked his head when he was coming in to that uh, would have imp- know, that would have improved the new Star Wars movies tenfold if that was how all the stormtroopers see, I, were dressed. I would like to see that backstory. I would yeah. love to see that backstory very much so. Very oh man, I would love it. Uh, I'm I I have a shock master action figure, and I am, oh, now, I am now going to put him in with my Star Wars black suit. <laughs> Please do it because he deserves to be there. It does, yes, he does, <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> oh man, uh, one of the greatest I, videos of all time! So good, so good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, folks, um. Another Disney Plus that was released last Wednesday was Miss Marvel season three or episode three, season episode one. Episode three, season yep. one. Um, uh, your thoughts there, Johnny? I um still love it. I, it was it was a little less for me, a little less. Episode two and three have been a little less for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I'll still finish it, but it's kind of it's fallen off. I and that, that could be the Marvel TV show formula where it's like here's a hero. And uh, you want to see her in a costume? Well, wait till the last episode. Then we'll give it to you. 
that's how they, they get you. I hope they don't do that. I hope we get something in season or episode four. Um, yeah. but I'll, I'll, I'll continue watching it. The characters are still um, nice. The villains are a little weak. Well, oh, the Gian. Yeah, the Gian. They, yeah, they could be fleshed out. We'll see how that goes. I feel like I'm watching Wishmaster. Have you hmm. seen that film? I have not. Okay, so the Jin is the the villain of the Wishmaster series. Yes, he's an evil genie. And right. Yeah, I know what a Jin is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, but that's what he is. He's a Jin, and he kills people with their wishes. So the Wishmaster has been like they have like several sequels. It's a it's a like a B level horror franchise. Um, but uh, that's all I could think of. So that kind of threw me off a little bit. I hope it can bring <laughs> me back. Um, but I'll, I'll keep watching it. I'm, I'm curious to see where it does go. Do you think there's going to be a Carol Danvers, uh, cameo or something? I got it. I think there's gotta be right. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like she's got to show up somehow. If there isn't, that's just a huge missed opportunity. I feel. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. um, I agree. There's gotta be, gotta be. So that came out, uh, next episode will be airing, uh, the day after we are recording, uh, do you think that they kind of did that show a disservice by its release date because uh it kind of comes bit. out a little they, bit. i think so too because it comes out right as obi-wan's coming out and it and uh dr strange they put on there uh you know the new dr strange movie gets put on there um yeah stranger I mean, things is going on well i mean i don't think i mean it was the first i think they tested the market yeah because this is the first dual release of a new release that they've done Right. And um, I know I saw a lot of things where people were like, well, this is the lowest viewed Marvel TV show since Disney Plus has launched. But again, like you said, it was releasing the same day as Obi-Wan. So I'm sure people were it's a recognizable brand. They were watching that first. And then if they were watching Miss Marvel that day, it was later or several days later. Yeah, Um, it's a good show. I'm not going to say it's bad. Um, It's something different. It's still engaging to me. I still like the main character very much. Um, it does kind of seem like they're trying to do the Marvel thing and click all the, the boxes, if you get my drift. But um, I'm still in, engaged and still would like to watch it and see where it ends up. But I think that, yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, the fact that they released it same day as Obi-Wan, as Obi-Wan was already in process. You yeah. know, It was what, like the third episode? Wasn't it was it? either second or third? Yeah. Yeah. Where they released same day. Um, I'm surprised they didn't do like a Wednesday, Friday release. Yeah. that They could have at least done that. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do that, but they didn't. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see where this show ends up. Um, oh, by the yeah. way, a quick Dr. Strange uh, multiverse review, because I did watch that finally since it oh, was yes, on there. Yes. What'd you think? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Me I liked well. it. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I, I like the fact that. The obviously spoilers for everything we talk about in this show, but I like the fact that uh, the villain was who she was the whole time. Yeah. Uh, that's that's that took balls to make a hero your villain, and uh, man, I really enjoyed it. I I would watch it again. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I plan on watching it again. I saw it in theaters and I I enjoyed it. Are you a fan of uh, Sam Raimi? I like some of his stuff. Uh, I mean, obviously, Spider Man Two is freaking incredible. Yeah um that's probably spider-man 2 might be my favorite spider-man film and that's even including the new holland ones which i really love but uh spider-man 2 is just so good and strong um but yeah i like some of his stuff for sure I, have you like i'm I'm a big evil dead fan i don't know if you are i 
I don't like a lot of horror movies, but I do like those. Okay. I mean, uh, cause there's well, fun in those. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, as I was watching, uh, Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness, like I felt like I was watching a Sam Raimi film and yeah. that was a breath of fresh air because a lot of these directors have kind of been stifled a little bit. They're in the, like, uh, like to, uh, Watiti, like he comes through in his movies as well. Oh, um, real quick. I heard that. I've heard good things about the new Thor so far as have I. And, um, oh. that's breath. Of, like, I, I, I assume that because Ragnarok was so good. Yeah, and he's got um, apparently he's got a, a Star Wars movie he's working on too. I heard. I did, yes. Um, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> when that comes out, who knows? I'm all for it though. Like I've watched yeah. his entire film catalog except for his very first film, which I believe was called Him. I haven't seen that, but I've seen all his other films and I love them all. They're very quaint, even if they're like low budget or low impact. I mean, they're like not a huge. Yeah, I don't know how you can. I also watch like, it. I also watch literally any interview with him, but I don't know how you can't like, how does anybody not like that guy? Yeah. Like, like Jojo rabbit was great. Oh, that's movies. Incredible. Yeah. yeah that's one of my favorite so movies. Um, uh, I know. So if you like that movie, watch uh shark versus Eagle. That that's what I need to watch. Yeah. That was one of his really early ones. That's a very, uh, it's one of those films you watch and you just feel happy at the end. Yeah. Just, it's just a nice film. Um, oh, what was the one with Sam Neill? Oh. Uh, wilder, wilder people. Something yeah, like that, that was another that one. one. Like that yeah, one's yeah, really good. It's yeah. a very good film. Um, all his all his movies are are very entertaining. I mean, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, he's. I, mean, pro- I have to off. say, he's definitely become one of my favorite creators. Yeah, uh, I agree. If, if I see his name involved with anything, I automatically want to check it out. Yeah, like so. him, James Gunn. I mean, I'm still. Yeah. And then you go back to the old guard, like Tarantino. I'm gonna Spielberg. watch anything he does. Yes, yeah. uh, Spielberg. Oh, I mean, I still have yet to see West Side Story. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I haven't sorry. seen that either, but yeah, that's just uh, yeah. a musical has to be. I don't know. It has to catch but, me. But, me to no, but when like Baz Luhrmann, which just released Elvis, I love his films. Um, I'm anticipating that's going to be great. But yeah, musicals. We'll see. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Then we had uh, Stranger Things. Uh, as of this recording yeah as of this recording it's only days away in the next part yes i am very incredibly excited and anxious and uh prepared to um lose like i was thinking about this the other day Uh, i saw there was a list somewhere on one of those beautiful internet websites that had a list of uh like in some order of the characters on Stranger Things would be most devastated if they were killed. <laughs> and I started thinking about this. I just love so many of these characters. And even though I do think to set that this is dangerous, somebody does have to kind of bite it. I'm going to be devastated no matter who it is. Because <laughs> all these characters I really enjoy. If it's Steve, I'm going to lose it. If it's Max, I'm going to lose it. If it's Murray, I'm going to lose it. You know, I keep me, I want these, all these characters to, to make it I've, i don't know i mean i feel like somebody's got to go i do too i do too but i don't want it at the same time and i'm trying to like that that's where these two episodes are gonna be a huge impact because they're longer episodes right yeah so we could get some big revelations yeah and i feel like the only way you can kill off one of these characters and not like just absolutely devastate the fan base is to give them a completed story arc. Yeah. 
So I'm trying to think in my mind what characters kind of are, are on the cusp of or have completed their story arc or their, uh, you know, their, their character arc. I'm I'm thinking Steve of Steve is uh, right there. Steve's right there. I know. That's what makes me really sad. He's my favorite character. Yeah. Hey, Steve's <laughs> right there. And uh if they I mean if they're gonna ship um uh sorry, the names are escaping me right now. But if they're gonna they're, they're gonna keep the 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 Nancy, sorry, Nancy and uh her current boyfriend together, if they're gonna keep Jonathan, them together, yeah. Jonathan, I feel like you gotta get rid of Steve. Yeah, you know what I mean, if but if or you could get rid of Jonathan. I, I was about to say uh, this season he really hasn't had a lot to do. No, that the, the, their story's been the B story. Yeah, for sure. Now that could be cool because you and I have talked and we both kind of feel like maybe Will will kind of be next season's villain. Yeah, which would make sense, especially with everything they've shown us Vecna. Yeah, and 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 number one. Um, where he could be sucked back in because they've never followed up on the fact he was coughing up those slugs. Right. So we could get like a thing where maybe Jonathan tries to save Will and sacrifices himself and it doesn't pan and out. I'm, I've been going back and rewatching the earlier seasons of it. As of and I, also yes. in season two, the whole time, Will is connected to the upside down. Yeah. And that's the whole, that's a big plot. They have to, yeah. have to like, kind of sever his ties to the upside down um so that trailer was great uh they showed us a couple new things it looks like vecna's in the real world kind of like it, how the demigorgons were yeah and it also looks like in russia they're finding almost like uh a la alien four resurrection where there's like test tubes with different <laughs> kinds of demigorgons yeah. and yeah. demi dogs and all that shenanigans so I feel like there's got to be some kind of wormhole in Russia in which uh, Hopper fell through uh, in the season three finale. Um, There's also scenes of like Will, uh, not Will, sorry, uh, Lucas fighting off um, the the jock character. Like they're in a fist fight. That's cool. Kind of Will or Lucas standing up for himself and standing up for his friends. Um, So, yeah. these next two episodes are going to be great. Can't wait for these next two episodes as well as season five. Uh, I, I, this is a great show. And I, yeah. I don't feel like it's going to go the game of Thrones route where we're pissed off with the finale. I think they're going to do justice to this. It feels, it feels like they have an idea at the very least, like they're not just making it up as they go. No, and I've that, already, I've actually already heard where the, the Duffer brothers pitched the script for season. Five I did too. Yeah. And like people were in tears. Yeah. So, uh, from that, laughing yeah, i hope not i hope not yeah Daenerys targaryen what if they just turn into like an over-the-top comedy <laughs> with yeah, the laugh with laugh they're track all, and everything just, they're just gangsters yeah see? yeah yeah, see? yeah. Uh, uh, tommy guns now see? Yeah, <laughs> dinosaurs yeah, see? See? Yeah, yeah. dinosaur gangsters and birds <laughs> uh the other thing that was released this week was on uh, netflix umbrella academy season three uh, I have yet to watch anything. Uh, Johnny, I talked about it. He has yet to watch any of it. Not that that's a bad thing. Uh, I, I love season one and season two. Same. Um, I really enjoy both those seasons quite a lot. Looking forward to season three. It's just uh, there's only so many hours in the day. And uh, yeah, we'll get to it when we get to it. Uh, and uh, it feels weird. 
the release date for that feels weird too to me yeah when like, was uh, that uh, like uh, just release it after stranger things that would help me out <laughs> yeah yeah not like the week after like they yeah. yeah and um it was all at once like netflix does so i i'm eagerly uh trying to find time to watch that um but i'm looking forward to that once i do which i'm sure i'll watch an episode or two before next week and i will have something to talk about about that show but i'd like season one season two so i'm looking forward to that um something else i'm looking forward to one of my favorite favorite movies of all time probably in my top 10 in the fact that i loved it so much that when all of us were locked down in quarantine i took two loves of mine you see two loves baron did you help yes see. you fucking idiot you didn't know how to build a goddamn cottage out of it yeah, yeah. So I took some Legos uh-huh. and I mailed a, I, I made a cottage, you see, and I put in a, a pot and I put in a, a book and I put in a, a candle. What what kind of candle was that? there? Yes, you see, it was, a, it was a flame candle, you see, a black, a black flame candle, you see. Hocus pocus. Oh, Make was there focus. a book with an eyeball? Oh, it has an eye staring at you, Johnny, all the time. Oh, it, got it. It's it, looking at me. It knows when you've been good. Like was Santa there a Claus. black cat? Oh, yes. His name is, is Binks. Binks? He, Binks, he's, he's eternally cannot die, you see. Oh, yes, no. so, uh, 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 yeah, Baron and I, we made a cottage out of Legos to celebrate the great, fantastic 1993 piece of cinematic Beautiful everythingness. Yeah, the documentary about Focus, the Sanderson sisters. Hocus Pocus. Focus. God damn it. I'm I am so happy that they're finally doing something. I Me love, too. I'm glad I, it's the oh. same three ladies. Uh, oh, please yeah. bring I them mean, back. Uh young me. So yes, the movie came out what, 93? When did it come? Right, so I was I saw that in cinemas and I'm like, this is a same, great film. Same. Uh I was 10 years old when that came out. And Sarah Jessica Parker, I had a major crush on her. This may uh, shock you, but I, sir, had a crush on Kathy Najimy. I get it. She's freaking awesome. Yeah. And you know who she's married to, by the way? Who? Old school. Have you seen old school? Yes, I have. The guy who sings in the wedding band, fucking need you more. Yes. That. Yeah. That's her husband. Oh, really? They, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. I Yeah, I, I've kind of kind of stalked Kathy Najimy. <laughs> sister act two and sister act are also i i regret nothing no but uh king of the hill yeah i'm so happy that all three ladies are back i know bet midler has gone on record saying that was one of her favorite films and favorite yes. roles to play she's she's constantly throughout um uh, throughout uh you know since that original one came out she's always said nothing but good things about it yeah i'm so happy that they're doing a sequel i do have the sequel novel that i've never read and i don't think i'm going to read it now i'm going to wait till this movie comes out because i have much more enjoyed films based on a novel after i've seen the film and then i read the novel to to see the differences i feel like if i read the novel i'm going to have expectations and then i'm going to be pissed off that the movie didn't follow those yeah so i'm going to see the movie first then i'll read the book but I'm so happy that is being released September 30th. That's on right. Disney Plus. I can't Ro- just in time for October, which is when you need it. Rocktober. Rocktober. Rock Rocktober. There's also a rock lobster. I think the B52s oh. told me about that one. They did. Um, they wouldn't shut up about it. They would not shut up about <laughs> that at rock lobster. It was under a rock. <laughs> it was a rock lobster. 
Um, so the other thing that came out is uh, Netflix. Has, we, we talked about how Netflix is doing a, a, a continuation of the Ghostbusters series. Speaking of spooky, spooky things, uh, ghosts, if you will, and witches and warlocks. Um, but Ghostbusters Afterlife 2 has a release date. has been greenlit and has a release date of December uh, 2023. Right. I cannot wait. They said it's going to be in New York City. So that's going to give it kind of the vibes of the original too. Um, now the entire cast, the new cast has been signed on and is coming back. Uh, they have not said if we're going to get Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd or Ernie Hudson, but I, I feel like after yeah, that, uh, I think Ernie Hudson be, yeah. at the very least has to yeah. show up. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially after that post credit scene, I feel right. like Ernie's yeah. going to be the mentor. I can right. see Bill and Dan just and kind of one paying for everything. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they definitely set the groundwork for that. So I think Ernie will be back. Maybe any pots. That'll be great. Yeah. Um, Winston and Ernie. Same person, but that's, that's all good. I love I love Winston Zettimore. So I'm happy that he's I hope he comes back. He's uh, he was always one of my favorite. I love that scene. in was it two or was it, no the first one where him and Ray are talking about like maybe this is the end of the world. Like, look what's going on. Uh, that was always a cool scene. I thought, so yeah. I think he was a much deeper character than he was given credit in the show. Well, I think a lot of people try to point out the fact that he sort of in the first one just kind of shows up midway through. Well, a lot of that uh, too was cause they wanted, but Eddie that wasn't, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't his fault though. No. So, yeah. Well, they, yeah. they wanted Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy. They, they, he couldn't come to terms. So yeah. Um, same thing. Like Lewis Tully was originally supposed to be John Candy. And that fell through. And yeah. I'm glad it did because, you know. I, I adore John Candy, but that role was made. <laughs> oh, exactly. Rick for Moranis is fantastic. Rick Moranis. Yeah. That's, yeah, he's fantastic. I would I would love. I know he's retired from acting for a long time to take care of his kids. But his kids are in college now. I would love if we, if because that was the one, one holdout from Afterlife. Yeah. Was Rick Moranis. If we got Rick Moranis back as Lewis Tully. Oh, man. As a full fledged Ghostbusters uh, outfit, like I would, I would go nuts. I would, I would really, too. I would love that a lot. Yeah, I, would, I really I love that character. So happy. Me too. Me too. Um, and the last thing. Uh, oh, side boys, note, though. Oh, do, uh, do side note for getting that real quick. Uh, the releasing that. Um, the thing I read was like it's a couple of days before a supposed star, a new Star Wars movie is coming out. Like they're coming out the same week. Really? Yeah. Is that the 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 Watiti? I don't know. I didn't. It oh. didn't say. It just said a new Star Wars movie. I'm happy that they're going back to cinema because, uh, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, like I just feel like Star Wars is not special because it's a TV show. Like it I did. Feel it like does it, feel. I know they put a lot of money into it, but it does feel like it's somewhat cheaper. Yeah. Exactly. Like, but it doesn't. It also doesn't feel as special. Yeah. Like you're going to the movies to watch it. It's a big experience. Like you're, yeah. Versus turning on your TV, like you're watching an episode of Cheers. Not that Cheers was bad. It's great. Plus, show. popcorn is. I mean. Popcorn's great at home, but it's just movie popcorn's the best. Uh, I I actually don't like it at the movie theater. It makes my belly hurt. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I realized. <laughs> I feel that. bad for bringing it up. I realized that after watching Dominion, I was just like eating popcorn. I'm like, oh no, my tum, my tum tum. <laughs> right, what about I the boys? Oh yeah, uh, the sixth episode of the boys was released uh, last week. That was another one that was odd. They've been releasing episodes every Friday, and for some reason, they released last week's episode on a Thursday. Huh. Now, uh, the biggie about this is they the episode was called Herogasm. 
Yes. Which is a huge individual. Like there was the boys comics and then they had an offshoot called Herogasm. I believe it was a four. I believe it was a four issue um, contained series. Right. And uh, it is ridiculous. And I will show you and tell you how ridiculous it is a little bit later in this podcast. I'm going to be reading episode or issue number one of Herogasm later. Um, I, and I, you know, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll censor it where it needs to be censored. But um, <laughs> that those comics are off the walls, bananas, bonkers. Um, I think I've described them as like seeing if you thought when the Olympics happened. And in the Olympics village, it's kind of like a myth that they're like bowls of condoms because you right. have all these premier athletes together and they're all revved up on hormones and they're all like, oh, my gosh, they're all so they're like rabbits. Yeah, well, they're rabbits, but they're also like they're just the really epitome. sexy rabbits. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they just got to be like, all right, guys, we know it's going to happen because you're all extremely attractive. Yeah. And you can only contain yourselves for so long, but just be safe. But this right. is superheroes doing the same thing. And it's just it was bananas blew my mind when I read the episode, the, the issues. So to see this in an episode form now, it wasn't as over the top as it is in the comics, as I kind of assumed it would would not be. But it was also a great episode. And they brought back my favorite character of the boys, Love Sausage, which is a uh, a Russian superhero, kind of like Red Guardian. But he's got yeah. a huge dick. And oh, he's okay. like he's, he's like the uh, he's like the personification of toxic masculinity, but in a good way, like he uses that. To, to to serve out justice. He's got a big hog, but he's super strong. And he's kind of like overweight, kind of like Red Guardian. He's got a big beard like Red Guardian. Like, I feel like they borrowed a lot of stuff from Love Sausage for Red Guardian, if you ask me <laughs> the, the, the truth. Because um, it's kind of like, yeah, you were something, but now you're not. Yeah. So, but um, I'll be reading issue number one later today. But uh, season um, three? Um, we had two more episodes. We get seven and eight. Episode seven will be dropping a couple days after this pod. And uh, they've already greenlit season four. So we're going to keep going. Can't wait to see where it goes. Uh, I have been heavy into reading it. I am. Uh, I've read in the last two weeks. I've read Omnibus one, two, three, four. And I'm halfway through five of six. So I'll be done with the series pretty soon again. Just rereading it. Um, I'm a big fan of the author. I love Preacher. He also did that. So uh, can't wait to finish the series. Can't wait to see where the episodes of the TV show go. And it's nice because the TV show and the comics are very different from one another, but the tone is still there. Yeah. So now, like the only that. question I have is comics. Uh, is it still ongoing or has it actually ended the comic? Uh, it ended a while ago, but they okay. did recently with the success of the TV show. They did like a prequel. Yeah. Comic series called Dear Becca. Um, I have yet to read that, so I will also read that once I finish the omnibus. So, gotcha. but a uh, great show, great comic. Um, again, not for everybody because it's a little bit uh, risque. I should right. say. Yeah. Um, but speaking of comics, I'm excited, Johnny. I know. I think that you're excited for September. Oh, do you remember? For sure. Do you remember the 21st night of September? Of which September? I uh, Green Day told me to remember when September ends. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, well, uh, in September of this year, we are going to be getting a Ninja Turtles comic from IDW. Is this where you were going, Johnny? Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It is going to be a continuation of the wonderful 
uh, awe-inspiring, imaginative 1987 cartoon series that I'm sure you and I and all the rest of the world fell in love with. Oh, yeah. The real, the real first mainstream introduction of these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so it's a, a four-issue series. So it's a miniseries. It's not going to be an ongoing series, but I'm sure if it's successful, I'm sure they'll continue it on because money makes the world go round. Yeah, money, money talks, as they say. That's what they say, I've heard. Um, it is going to be, um, it's by Tim Latte, who I'm not too familiar with. Are you? No, no. So, um, but the, the cover looks pretty awesome. It's got the four turtles and, uh, mid, mid, um, I don't know if it's going to be the, the, the cover of the first issue, <laughs> But, I was going to say mid-coitus. No, 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 no mid-coitus. Mid-cover. Mid-cover. The four turtles the four mid-coitus. The four turtles in mid-cover. <laughs> and uh, above them is the shredder. I'm going to try to save this from your mid-coital joke. But it's the four turtles in mid-coitus. I mean, they are teenagers. They have urges. Let's be honest, folks. <laughs> but on the, uh, <laughs> the, the left side of them, we have a picture of Cartoon Toka and Razar. Yeah. On the right side of them, we get uh, Ground Chuck and uh, Dirtbag, which I thought were two underrated villains. And then at the very bottom, we get uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. So I'm looking forward to this. The uh, first issue is supposed to drop this September. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it, too. Uh, you um, On the last episode of this, uh, I reviewed the Shredder's Revenge, the game that came out. Yes. And it's fantastic. Uh, so I, wonder, I, I think it did really well. So I'm wondering if that had anything to do with them deciding, hey, let's go ahead and do this. Because I'm sure it did. I mean, it's I, obviously everything has gone yeah. well. Like the, the the toy line has gone well. The video game is going well. They realize that, hey, th- there's a whole group of man children. Yeah, who have I'm money one of those. Now. <laughs> yes. Me too. Who have money now. Let's let's market this shit to them. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like when Power of the Force in the 90s came back out. They're like, oh, yeah, shit. There's a whole bunch of guys who are kids in the seventies who are adults now and have disposable income. Let's placate to them. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing with the turtles right now. Big time. And oh, yeah. it's not just the turtles. It's GI Joe. It's Thundercats. It's Ghostbusters. It's um, what's the other one? Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. those 80 shows are really placating to nothing wrong with that. But uh, Power Rangers too. that those are coming back in a big way. Like you walk down a toy aisle, it's like, oh yeah, this is the stuff I grew up with. They haven't really changed that much. Yeah. So nothing wrong with that. I'm cool with it. Except for Fortnite. I don't know what Fortnite is. Bring on more Ninja Turtle stuff is all I'm gonna say. So we will. I got a little I got a little bit of toy news. The toy news that tickled my fancy this week. Um were you mid-coitus? Yeah, mid-coitus. I was mid-coitus, and then I go, Oh oh, look at this picture. And that allowed me (laughs) to achieve ejaculation. NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon line. I'm a completionist because I have a I have a grudge against my wallet. I don't like it to be full. I want that motherfucker to be empty at all times. Yeah. So I um, keep telling you just to give the money to me and you will do it. I won't do it. And I, <laughs> I need the toys. I need the plastic goodness. So um, I'll send you plastic. <laughs> well, is it going to be molded in the form of these obscure Ninja Turtle characters from the 1987 cartoon series? I ask you with I accessories make, galore. Accessories I make no galore. promises. I make exactly, no promises. Exactly, That's your fault. It's a grab so, bag. <laughs> they finally released today images of the Smash and Zack two pack 
which I have pre-ordered. I'm, 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 I'm waiting by the doorstep for the postal worker to give them to me. So they released the inbox images. But for those eagle-eyed Ninja Turtle fans, on the back of the box, they gave you a little cross-sell showing you the upcoming figures, some of which we knew were coming, some of which we've already paid for months ago, years ago. But we did not know that I'm Mona Lisa Ooh. and Dirk Savage 2-pack was going to be coming out. Oh, man. So that was on the back. I can't wait for that. Uh, I love Mona Lisa. That was a great character. That was on my wish list. They got to make that character. And I'm happy they're making a Dirk Savage. I kind of thought they would because when they released the Teenage Punk Frogs, um, they had uh, some of their accessories were the Dirk Savage traps. So I'm glad we're getting that as well. Um, They also released images today of the Mirage TMNT line from NECA as well. We got, we knew we were getting a Casey Jones. We knew we were getting Utam warrior a la Krang, like in the comics, they're called Utams and they're like a huge race. Uh, So they released images today on the uh, NECA Facebook page of Casey Jones, which looks awesome because he comes with a masked face, a unmasked face, an extra mask that he can hold on in the back while he's unmasked. He's got a sweet ass mullet a la Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon 2 when it was really good. And then we got uh, images of the Utam warrior that comes with a uh, battle damaged head as well as some uh, ex- extra hand accessories and stuff. So those, uh, I don't know when those are going to go on sale, but the, the images look pretty badass. Um, and the last thing was uh, Super 7. Now, Super 7 is uh, just scratching all the nostalgia itch. Um, they have released... Um, stuff from Toxic Crusaders, Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Thundercats, Silverhawks. I mean, all the old classics, but they've also dipped their toe in The Simpsons. Oh, now I'm a big fan of The Simpsons. Same. Yes. Um, I don't know, Johnny, if you knew that they were doing The Simpsons. I did not. OK, so I'm going to send you a picture of series one and series two. Okay, please do. Two, I'm going to send those to you right now. Uh, technology. It might take a while, folks, because believe it or not, we are cross country. And not the skiing route. So season one, I'll give you a little gist. Season our series one, sorry, was Moses Lack, Deep Space Homer, Poochie the Dog, and Itchy and Scratchy Robots from Itchy and Scratchy Land. Kind of weird. Like that's what Super Seven does. They don't give you the main. Right. You would think right they would. Away. You would think they just give you like the family. No, right, no. They, they, yeah. they, they, they go for longevity. Yeah. Uh, series two was released a couple months ago, and you get Duff Man, Krusty <laughs> the Clown with Mister Teeny, Bart Man with Santa's little helper, and everybody's favorite psycho supervillain, Scorpio, Hank Scorpio. To be honest with you. No. Uh, So they released images today of series three, which looks fantastic. We're getting Ralph Wiggum, Mr. Burns, Kang, and Kodos. Now, do you remember, Johnny, the uh, the Playmates line from the 90s? Yes. I have almost all the townspeople from that line. There's but like a hundred of them, right? There's, there's a, a lot of, yeah, it's been yeah. like, I've been collecting them since the early two thousands. Uh, and I have a few of the play sets, but I do not have King and Kodos because they only came in the Treehouse of horrors multi-pack. Yeah. And it was like a Toys R Us exclusive. It's super hard to get. 
and it's super expensive at this point. So I might pull the trigger on the King and Kodos just so I, cause like they're, they're probably, they're definitely going to be bigger, but in the show, they kind of were bigger. Yeah. So I, I can kind of justify that, but those are coming out. Uh, they haven't, none of those have released yet. Um, There's so many of these that I would want. <laughs> it's oh, it's, yeah. But the problem like, is, I want Ralph, I want Ralph. I want, uh, I want the space Homer for sure. Uh, I want Krusty. There's so many of these I would want. Yeah. Uh, the unfortunate thing is they're the, the normal figures. Everybody except for King and Kodos are $54.99 a piece. All right. Well, I just decided I didn't need them. Exactly. And <laughs> King and Kodos are going to be $70.99 a piece. Good guy. So they're fucking expensive, but they're pretty awesome. I mean, they do come with a lot of accessories. And they do. Really multiple detailed. head sculpts and a yeah. lot of, like, the Ralph comes with an extra head with a piece of, uh, like, an ice cream cone stuck to his head. Yeah. It comes with the I choose you, choose you, Valentine. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the accessories are off the chart, for sure. Um, but that's they the look really cool. I got. They yeah. do look pretty awesome. Um, so that's the toy news I got today and all the comic news I got today. Anything else from you, Johnny? No, I'm tired. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to read this one quick. Okay. I'm going to read this real quick. We've been going a good while. Yeah. I'm getting tired. I get cranky yeah. after uh, 9 p.m. I'm okay. an old man. I'm going to make this real quick. Barrett, <laughs> what happened with the with the boys? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> well you see, um, there's a group of people and they want to kill superheroes. So they have superpowers and take a drug, you see, to get superpowers. And they killed a group called the G-Men. And there was a G-Force and the G-Wiz. And a and- G-Spot. Yes, yes, there was a G spot. You see, I they knew. found it and they obliterated it. You see, and the problem was, the well, man, I've never found it. The, the man, you see, and I looked. Yes, yes, there. You have to flip up the flap. You have to flip the flap and fiddle with the joystick. You see, uh, I was and, always looking underneath. Maybe yes. that's my problem. Oh yes, you got to flip the flap. You see, but you see, what happened was the man who's supposed to be like a spoof. You see, because Homelander is definitely a spoof of Superman. There was a man called Godskins who was a spoof of Charles Xavier. You see, what he would do was he would uh, use his mental manipulation powers to uh, tell kids to do stuff to him. Oh, okay. Yes, that's how down and dirty these comics get. I don't like that guy. I wouldn't either, but they killed him, but they had to explain why he was gone, so we get the Homelander. Mr. Schmidt, take it from there. The Homelander standing up in front of Congress, right in front of the White House. He thanks everybody for coming and explains to them that G-Wiz, G-Force, G-Spot, G-Alakazam, they are off in space fighting this evil alien race that's going to come in and is going to devastate and, and, and take over the human race. So all these other superheroes, and you see a flock of all these other superheroes coming down right in front of the White House. They have to go off into space to help G-Wiz to make sure that the, the whole earth does not get taken over by these aliens, like a big comic crossover, right? So they all fly off, right? Next scene, we see a bunch of uh, buxom ladies and, and hunky men, half-dressed, drinking booze, doing cocaine, just doing all this stuff. They're, they're doing their makeup. They're making sure they look great. And they're like, yeah, the heroes are going to be here any minute. Yeah, make sure that you're ready to go. Yeah, take a little bit of this to make sure you can get through this. And the next shot, we see all these superheroes flying through the air in unison with smiles on their face. And the next thing we see is this island in the middle of the Pacific, this beautiful hotel resort with yachts 
and and sandy beaches. And we see the Homelander flying in first. And he says, "Okay, everybody. As they land, we see all these beautiful naked women and these beautiful naked men. And he says, time to fuck. (laughs) Okay, right down to it. So I'll cut to the chase. The next Where's the shot. New? Where's the, the next romance? Look at, this, look at this. Look at this shot right here. Look at this. Look at all that. All I these super. Oh, you can't wait. Hold on. Look at wait, wait. All oh, this tropicalness. Oh, I see it. Yeah. I got, I'm so getting some images. It's basically just a huge orgy of all these superheroes having sex with all these ladies and men, and all these men having sex, and all these superheroes having sex with one another, and uh, they're just having a grand old time, and. Uh, we see our, our, our heroine starlight. She's there for the first time and she's a little jaded. And she said, like, what the heck is going on? And she's being explained what hero gasm is. She's like, who's that over there? And we see this she Hulk esque character and she's getting, she's getting uh serviced by many men you see. And she's telling them to, to uh, unload on her. If you get my drift and yeah, uh, yeah you get it. And, <laughs> She's like, what the heck is that? You know, Starlight, she's looking around and saying, I can't believe this. And she's like, those two girls over there, why'd they walk away from you? She's talking to Queen Maeve, who's a member of the Seven. She's kind of like a Wonder Woman parody. She's like, oh, they all think I'm a bitch and that I'm too good for them. Uh, And then the next thing we see is we see these two guys talking to like a a superhero who's small, kind of like Ant-Man. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm having a good time. And the guy's like, dude, you smell like pussy. Probably because he was crawling up in one as Ant-Man would. And this is where uh, it differentiates greatly from the um, show. The show. Uh, we see Homelander and we see Soldier Boy, who are at odds in the television show, and they're they're sharing the same bed together. And uh, Soldier Boy's like, you know, Homelander, I really wanted to get in the seven. I thought I did the trials all really great and really well. And uh, Homelander's like, yeah, you tried your best, but you didn't. You didn't really make do. And uh, Soldier Boy's like, ah, oh, damn it, heck, I thought I did so great. He goes, you know what, Homelander, do you think what we're doing in here is kind of wrong? And Homelander's like, no, you know, it's great. You know, it's you and me, and we're doing stuff together. We're not we're not uh, gay or anything like that. He goes, uh, if you really want in the seven, you know, you got to earn it. And then he goes, so earn it. And then he takes off his pants, and we see the Soldier Boy kind of look at him, and then, you know, we can kind of infer what happened there. Um, he earns it. He he's gonna try. He's gonna try. Is there an El Camino in this? <laughs> there might be. I'll keep an eye out for one in the background. <laughs> so then we see uh Starlight and she's talking to Huey. Now they're in a relationship, but they don't know. Like Huey doesn't know that and Dewey and Louie are nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. They're <laughs> swimming in Uncle Scrooge McDuck's bank. Starlight's <laughs> talking to Huey, and she, Huey doesn't know that she's a superhero, and uh Starlight doesn't know that Huey's with the boys trying to fight the superheroes. And they're talking, and as she looks down, she sees a human centipede-like creature with seven or eight people just really going at it. Um, Next thing we see, um, a ship land, a plane lands down with the boys on it. They get off because they're here to investigate um, (laughs) herogasm, because guess who's there? The vice president of the United States. He's not the smartest man. He's kind of dumb, and he's there just to uh, have a good time. Yeah, he's just there to have a good time. And he likes uh, to watch. Yeah, he likes no, he likes to partake. So he does partake. Uh, and that's kind of the they lay the seeds that the vice president is in with the company Vought. And Vought is kind of like the the uh kind of like your your Amazon, but with superheroes. It's this huge this vastly wealthy 
um, conglomerate that can buy and sell and do all this stuff. And uh, they own the superheroes and they market the superheroes and uh, the vice president's in coots with them. So he's there to have a good time. And there's three more episodes. It gets even more debaucherous. Um, but like I said, it's good. I, I enjoy it. It's a great read. Makes me laugh. Makes me feel kind of uh, unclean at times. But <laughs> it does keep me on my toes. Like you turn the page and you don't know what you're going to see. It's good yeah, stuff. It's a surprise at every know. turn. You never yeah. know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates. I think Forrest Gump told me that once. Yeah. Yes, yes. Dude. Don't know what you're going to get. Yes, Tom Hanks. Wait, what? That was Tom Hanks? Yes, you fucking Baron. Come on, Baron. So, everybody, from myself, from Johnny, from the old prospector, and from Baron Von Kushner third, thank you for listening. And this is podcasting.